episode 90, the Freelance Break Show. Today, I walk you through the first and most important step in figuring out how to calculate your freelance hourly rate so you can start taking on clients and projects. And you are listening to episode number 9-0 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in today's episode 90, it's all about helping you take the first steps and figuring out your bottom line freelance rate or the rate that you need to charge in order to cover your expenses and reach your annual income target goal. In today's show, I'm going to share the tools and resources that I use to help me find my base freelance rate. I will walk you through my exact process and calculate a freelance rate from start to finish with you. I will end with some parting advice and then share a really important accounting report that you need to get familiar with. A couple of side notes before we get into the heart of the show. So knowing how much to charge for creative freelance services and projects, it's really hard in my opinion. Quite honestly, it's one of the most challenging parts of running a business for me. Every project and client is completely different. It's nearly impossible to know exactly how long it's going to take to design custom graphics or a website or create a content marketing plan from start to finish. Sometimes charging by the hour is the best option, other times by the project. Then there's value-based pricing, and they all have pros and cons. There are so many different variables to consider, such as how much experience and talent or skills do you have? What is the market rate? What is your competition charging? Are you in rural Ohio, or are you in New York City? Is the client hiring you Google or George from the coffee shop? Pricing and setting your rates is like everything else. It takes time, practice, experience, trial and error to figure it all out. And I'm the first to admit that I'm not even close to being fully confident with pricing. But I do believe that the first and most important step, as noted in the intro of today's podcast, in understanding how much to charge to run a profitable and successful business is to know how much it costs you to run your business. And that is exactly what we're going to cover today. The most successful and profitable businesses in the world all have one thing in common. There is more coming in than there is going out, and they know and understand their numbers inside and out. Creatives in particular are notorious for not embracing the accounting and the financial details, but knowing how much it costs to run your business in your personal life is a critical first step for starting your own business. This may be scary, possibly embarrassing exercise for many of you, but it has to be done if you want to succeed. So let's get into it today. How to calculate your freelance rate. First, the tools that I use. FreshBooks. This is my accounting and invoicing tool. It's what I use to input all of my expenses. So I use FreshBooks to go through my business expenses. For a spreadsheet, I use Google Sheets, which is part of the G Suite. It's basically the same as Excel or Apple Numbers. I use Google Sheet to reconcile all of my bank statements and all of the financial stuff. I also used it for today's exercise. The other tool I use is what's often referred to as a freelance calculator. If you were to Google freelance calculator, you're going to get a whole assortment of results. These calculators basically have you input numbers. At the end, it spits out your freelance rate. It's kind of fun to go through. You might be surprised by the results, which is the point of today's show. For today, I modeled everything off an infographic by creativelive.com. Because I'm a big fan of the company and what I really like was that it was geared towards creatives with examples such as Adobe Creative Cloud, they use iPhone, 
It was not just an automated calculator like some of the others. I had to manually go through all the steps, and it just served as a guide. I found it very helpful, but it's essentially copied what most of the freelance calculators do. Just a tip, if you do Google freelance calculator and start trying them, I suggest trying several. My results have been all over the map while doing these exercises. Now, I did like when I would get a $150 an hour result, but I just found that the Creative Live infographic tended to be more realistic. And again, it made me go through the process and think about what it all meant to me and my business. So here's the exact method and the steps that I use to calculate my bottom line freelancer rate. Step one, how much do you want to make per year? Step two, what is your CODB or cost of doing business? Step three, what are your personal expenses and cost of living expenses? Step four, you add up your income goal from step one, then the expenses from steps two and three to get what is called your adjusted annual income. Step five, Calculate how many hours a year are actually billable to clients. And step six, you will divide your adjusted annual income by the number of billable hours and that will get your freelance rate. Pretty easy, okay? So it's how much you wanna make plus how much do you spend divided by the total number of billable hours. The result is your freelance rate, got it? Okay, now let's break this all down and we'll figure out an actual freelance rate together. So step one, pretty obvious, but how much do you want to make annually? There is no right or wrong answer here, but this is a pre-tax number typically. So remember that you are responsible for all of your taxes as a freelancer. So let's just say that a good starting point for you might be $75,000 a year. I took my range up to $120,000 per year, which is $10,000 a month. Might be more than I need, but I do want to push myself with big goals. For today's exercise, let's pick $100,000 a year as our annual target income, okay? Sound good? Step two, what is CODB, the cost of doing business? Arguably, one of the most important numbers in your business. How much money goes out of your business every month and year? Rent, utilities, web hosting, internet, invoicing, accounting, office supplies, project management tools like G Suite, Dropbox Pro, your iPhone, maybe a computer laptop every few years, ads, marketing, software, and subscriptions. That's Adobe Creative Cloud, FreshBooks, Libsyn, Amazon, Spotify, Skillshare, bad debt or accounts payable. Hopefully not, but it happens. Clients that don't pay, accounting and legal fees, travel and education. Then there's personal expenses or cost of living expenses such as healthcare and taxes. You have to add up everything. Go through your statements in FreshBooks, in Mint, or whatever you use for your financial, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how embarrassing it might be. So let's say you add everything up and you discover that you are spending $2,500 a month on your business and personal expenses, okay? So $2,500 a month times 12, that's $30,000 a year in expenses. Hmm, adds up, huh? Step four, so when we add all the expenses to your targeted goal of $100,000, we get $130,000 as our adjusted target income goal. Okay, so that's step four, the adjusted target income goal. Step five, we're gonna calculate billable hours. The reality is that freelancers tend to work way more than 40 hours a week, but we're gonna keep it simple here and go off a 40-hour work week, okay? So 40-hour work week times 52 weeks a year gives us 2,080 total working hours in a year, okay? Since you are working as a freelancer, we want a high quality of life, right? So let's take three weeks of total vacation. And this might include workshops or conventions. 
So we have 15 workdays in those three weeks times eight hours per workday. That gives us 120 hours for vacation days. All right. Now we're going to throw in five sick days because, you know, there's going to be days where the beach and the bike get the better of you or you might actually get sick here and there. So five days at eight hours a day gives us 40 hours allotment for sick days. And don't forget the seven major U.S. holidays. We'll multiply the seven times eight hours a day. That will give us a total of 56 holiday hours. Okay, are you with me? Okay, so we started with 2,080 total working hours. Then we have to minus 120 vacation days. We're going to subtract 40 hours of sick time minus 56 holiday hours. And that leaves us with 1,864 total hours. Okay, but do you actually think that you're going to be billing clients for every single hour of every workday? Not even close. You have to allow time for your admin, your marketing, your network, working on personal projects. So a good rule of thumb, we're going to give ourselves 25% of the working hours as non-billable tasks. So now our total is 1,398 billable hours per year. Okay, the final step, drum roll please. Let's take our adjusted annual target salary. That's the expenses plus our goal. That's $130,000. We then divide that number by the total number of hours that we plan on billing clients, which we figured out to be 1,398 hours per year. And the final answer is our freelance rate, which is $92.99 per hour. So we'll round that up, let's say to $95 per hour. So what do you think? It's a pretty good exercise, don't you think? Were you surprised by that number of $95 an hour? Have you been taking freelance jobs for 25 bucks or 30 bucks an hour and wondering why you're not making any money? Couple of things. Keep in mind that this exercise, it's not absolute. Everybody's goals and numbers are going to be different. But the fundamental process of tracking all of your expenses down to the penny is mandatory if you want to succeed on your own. Also keep in mind that this exercise assumes that you have steady work all year long. And that just might not be the case especially if you are just ramping up like me. So when in doubt, you need to round up and always add in a little cushion or a buffer for when you do have your ups and downs. So tracking expenses, it's a lot like looking in the mirror. It might not always look perfect, but it is what it is. If you don't like what you see, there are usually ways to improve. This past year has been a big challenge for me financially. I've been working really hard on building a business that I can sustain me for a long time. My expenses have been more than my income. I'm living off reserves, but I know I am investing in myself, so I'm okay. I'm willing to take that chance. But documenting and tracking my expenses was the single best exercise I could do to make me realize that I need to value my time and experience and cut out all expenses that are not moving me and my business forward. I canceled Netflix, I canceled Skillshare, I canceled the gym membership, I canceled iTunes Music, I went on the basic plan of Libsyn, and pretty much cut out everything that I did not absolutely need to live or work. I have not purchased anything from Amazon in months, and in fact, I've started to sell off gear that I no longer use, because I can clearly see how much is going out, expenses, versus how much is coming in. Now, lately, I've been very captivated and inspired by the concept of minimalism, I think today's exercise has many parallels because if you take the time to really track everything you are spending and making, suddenly business becomes so much clearer and easier to see. 
You don't need 10 productivity apps and to-do managers and all the doodads that are really fun to play with for about five minutes after you install them. And then I think they just overcomplicate everything. What we did today will solve so many of your business overwhelms as it really just boils down to reducing expenses and overhead and increasing income and profits. Strip away all the clutter and it becomes really easy to see the big picture. Take a look at Fitbit. The reason it is a phenomenon is that it made it really easy for people to track 10,000 steps, give them goals to reach and hold them accountable, or take those calorie counters that you see on your phone. You know why they work? Because you can see that you only have 500 calories left. Suddenly, you become more conscious of what you eat. No different with expenses. And if you can keep it consistent and calculate the right freelance rate, the mirror will always show you what you are looking for. So before I wrap up today, I want to take just a second here and make sure that you know about the P&L or profit and loss statement. Every single accounting program on the planet has a P&L report. And I will be the first to admit that I never gave too much thought to looking at monthly accounting reports. But the P&L or the profit and loss statement is something that I really encourage you to get familiar with and look at on a regular basis because you can do this in any time. It doesn't matter what time of the month you generate a P&L report. And all it does is give you a bird's eye view of your expenses and income in real time. Income or gross profits minus expenses. That equals net profit, a.k.a. how much goes into your pocket. And hint, if you see brackets around the net profit number, like mine shows currently, that means that you have negative net profit. That is not what we want. All right, in conclusion, I think I'm going to wrap up today. I really hope you found some of this helpful. Be sure to visit mikemurphy.co forward slash EP90 for the show notes, and I will have a link to that Creative Live infographic so you can explore that resource more in detail and go through the exercise for yourself. So let's do a quick recap. The starting point for figuring out your freelance rate is to start by setting an annual income goal. Then you are going to track all of your cost of doing business, or CODB, in monthly expenses and add the totals for the year to your target annual salary. So that's going to be business and personal expenses. You will then divide the adjusted annual salary by the total number of billable hours that you can charge clients. This is going to be your freelance rate, the adjusted annual salary divided by the total number of billable hours. Be realistic on all of these numbers, okay? You are not fooling anyone but yourself, so be really honest. This is not an absolute number, this freelance rate, but it should keep you in check. It's going to make you realize that if you charge significantly lower than your freelance rate, that bottom line rate, and you don't reduce your expenses, you are not going to reach your salary goal, period. The numbers do not lie. So take emotions on how you feel about the equation or whether you think you're doing pretty good on spending. Track your expenses and know for sure. And the gap between your expenses and your income is referred to as profit margin. The wider the gap, the greater the profit margin, or in layman's term, the more money in your pocket. If you do this exercise, you are really going to see just how simple things are when you strip everything away. Take it step by step. It will all become very clear. So figure out your rate, know your expenses, and then go get some work and start building clients and taking on projects. But right before you do that, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a future episode. And a really big favor, if you could just take a second and go leave me a rating and review on iTunes, it would mean a lot to me. It would also give this podcast just a little bit of iTunes love 
Let's get to 100 in style. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. Together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.